Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. Hey guys, here we are, episode 30 of the Haas Lady Podcast, H-O-S-S, Home Organization Simplification Specialist. And we have a lot going on in my household the next couple of weeks, so rather than create new content, I wanted to go back and do a little bit of refresher on our three rules and three steps. And guys, as I'm listening to this again, I freaking wrote it. I freaking spoke it. I published it. It's my content. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I I needed that refresher too. So yeah, I'm glad I did that because it does set us up for what I'm going to be talking about in the next few weeks, which is the family and how to keep the family from killing each other when it comes to decluttering and it's a lot of judgment it's a lot of work with how you think about the people in your family and the stuff that's in your home so i hope you enjoy this little revamp of a couple of episodes that i spliced together for you it's a great refresher on our three steps and three rules so check it out All right. Rule number one, no judgment. Never judge yourself or others for how your house looks right now or ever. I mean like never judge yourself ever or anyone else ever. That is a hard rule. It sounds easy, but you're going to break this rule about 260 times a day and that is okay. But once we start learning how to catch our judgments, we can change them and make those thoughts work for us and not against us. Seriously, life happens. I look around at my tiny little apartment sometimes and think, who am I to try and help people become tidy? But that judgment has come up so many times that I hear it now. And I say, who am I to try and help other people get tidy? I am someone who understands what it is like to live in messy and stressful environments. And I have developed a method that just makes sense without being super complicated. I mean, why would you go to a skinny person who never had a weight problem to learn how to lose weight? Again, rule number one, no judgment. You let your house get messy, who cares? Your husband is a slob, who cares? Your children leave their toys all over your couch every day. Who cares? I will tell you who does not care. Your kids. Your husband. Otherwise, they would not do it. Your spouse does not care. Otherwise, they would be cleaning up too. So you just have to take the judgment out of it. If you care about how you want your house to look, you have to decide how to to react to the others that live with you. You really only have three choices here. Number one. You can just decide they suck and clean it anyway. Two, you can decide to yell and be angry until you are blue in the face and still end up doing it anyway. That sounds fun. Or three, just do it yourself. 
without the judgment and without the screaming. It gets done, you're happy, and no one else is scared to death of you. Have you ever seen the movie, Mommy Dearest? Just saying. All right. (laughs) Rule number two, no cheating. So I do this thing, and it drives me crazy, but I do it, and I'm aware of it. It has become a habit, and I am breaking myself of this habit. How can I describe this? Um, well, have you ever seen the episode of Friends where Monica's closet is revealed? <laughs> Monica loved her clean and tidy apartment, right? But at one point, that closet, you know, the one that's in the background kind of beside the bathroom? You know the one I'm talking about, right? Well, it's revealed that Monica has this extremely cluttered closet because she just shoved all her extra crap in there and no one ever knew. They always thought she was just this super clean freak. That's me. Well, it was. I am unlearning this habit. I do not have closets full of crap, but at one time I probably had six random drawers full of stupid shit down here in the South. Maybe everywhere. We call those junk drawers. I think everyone has them, but I have like a lot of them. And here's why. (laughs) I see something sitting on the end table in the living room. I don't want it there but I have not quite designated a place for it, so I shove it in the drawer. Out of sight, out of mind, right? Uh, No, that's cheating. We do not cheat. I will talk more about this and how to unclutter all the spaces in your home, including junk drawers as we go along, but just remember to do something quick and easy, ultimately prolonging the mess, that is cheating. Cleaning out your closets and shoving everything into the garage That's cheating. If we are going to do this, we are going to do this full ass, not half-assed. So, rule number three, no quitting. All right, this one's personal. My mom died unexpectedly six months ago. That is the hardest thing any child will ever have to do, witness their own mother's last breath. It was incredibly difficult. But here's the thing. My mother raised me to be someone who never quits. And it is with her legacy that I bring you the most important rule. Don't quit. Life is hard. Shit happens. Plans change. People leave. People die. Jobs come and go. Homes are destroyed. Homes are built. Life. It is just life. So what do you do when things get hard? Are you a quitter? You just throw up your hands and say, see, this is why I cannot get my shit together. Well, I mean, I think we have all had that conversation at some point. But the really important thing to remember is that you have survived 100% of all the hard things that have happened in your life. That is what matters. There are times when you think life is just too much, too hard, and you just get so overwhelmed. You put your head in the sand and hope things go away or wait out the storm until you can get back to normal. What if I told you that by standing in the storm and watching life change around you, that is just a way that you grow and develop the skill of survival? Okay, so what does this have to do with getting your home organized? Well, I'll tell you. When you get the idea to organize an area of your home, you do not get to quit. You can take a break even if that break is days or weeks long. But you have to make a promise to yourself. You will finish 
every single thing you start, no matter what. Like me, I want to start a home organization business. I have a thousand reasons why this is too hard. Life is throwing me some really hard shit right now. Hell, my mama died. My rock. The one person who told me long ago that I needed to make this a business. The person I practiced every organization skill on. The one I helped purge her clutter so many times it was almost comical. She believed in me, I know this. And yet, there has been a voice in my head. You're too inconsistent. You can't get your shit together. You're not good enough. No one will hire you. Every single bullshit thought I can imagine has been going on in my head for over a year now. My mom died. (sighs) The one person who fully believed in me. But is that true? Or rather, does it have to be true? No. I can believe in me just as much, if not more, than anyone else on this planet or in heaven. I do believe in me. And that is what you get when you decide not to quit. Your life might be overwhelming and things might be so damn hard. You do not even think you can take the tiniest step. Well, if you don't take the step, you are quitting before you even begin. And we do not quit. If you want to get your life organized and learn the skill of belief in yourself, Rule number three is true for every single thing you do in your life. Even when things are hard, even when it hurts, you do not quit. All right. So we have the three rules. No judgment, no cheating, and no quitting. Well, you're probably like, Oi, but how about you just like get to the nitty gritty, please? What do I do? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) So I have a three-step process to a simple home organization. The steps are, number one, you declare the space. Number two, you clear the space. And number three, you reset the space. I like to get super specific with these rules. Basically, what I do is let's take a drawer, for example. So I have a sock drawer, or I mean, like, underwear or whatever. So I have a drawer that is specific to the function. This is my sock drawer. I open the sock drawer and I see socks, a penny, a receipt, a rubber band, And a birthday card that I was hiding and forgot about. (laughs) If it's in the drawer, it comes out. That's step two. You're going to clear the space. Everything comes out. Even down to the pieces of fuzz. Everything out. Okay. It's clear. So, step three. Reset the space. Now, I do not care if you fold your socks. Or if you shove them down in there. I am not going to judge you, and you should not judge you either. That's rule number one. If shoving the socks in the drawer takes half the amount of time, then matching the socks and then placing them neatly in the drawer, then do that. Who cares? But the point is, you have a drawer that you call the sock drawer. Make it a habit to never put anything in that drawer except for socks. 
And while you're doing that, you might find some socks with holes or no matches. Toss them. Go ahead and just throw them in the trash along with that receipt from Target where you bought a bra and it didn't quite fit. So you stuck it in the drawer, but never returned the bra. And now it's too late. But we'll get to the bras later. (laughs) Okay. I want to show you my turtle method of cleaning. It will feel like bullshit and you might even want to turn this off. But before you do, hold on, hear me out. If you learn to be a tidy person and that becomes so ingrained in your lifestyle, would you go slow enough to where you embrace it and learn it and adapt it and never go back to the days when you were scared the hoarder's crew would show up at your door? Now, I'm not making fun of that because I know there are a lot of mental issues around situations in that show, but you know what I mean? Let's catch all that bullshit before it gets that far, okay? All right, so let's put this into practice. Remember, we are doing tiny, sustainable steps. We are going to develop habits that will not overwhelm you. We are going to collect tiny little wins and move mountains. So just pick one space and declare it. Say it out loud. I am returning this space to its intended purpose. What is the purpose? Be very specific. Now, step two, clear the space. Take everything off the table, off the couch. Clear the space. Take all the socks out of the drawer. I mean, whatever. I picked these examples as a great place to start because they are obvious and easy to get to. Now, you might have a space that has a lot of non-function related crap on it and that's fine because we are not judging rule number one we do not judge just remove it you don't even have to put it away yet just make a pile trust me it's okay well i mean unless you have a bag of bug poison i mean don't leave that in a pile on the floor for your toddler or your fur baby to suddenly get curious about common sense guys i'm just trying to tell you clear the space all right Nothing on the space, right? It's clear. So let's go on to step three. We're going to reset it. You have a functioning space that is now clear of all non-function related items. You get to ask yourself, does anything belong in that space? If you chose a table, does the tablecloth and centerpiece go back on? If it's a couch, do you want the pillows there? What about the lamp on the side table? Whatever space you choose, remember, We are doing one space at a time. Reset the space. Make it like you want it to look. All right, here is your call to action. Pick one space, and every day this week, anytime you walk by the space and you see something that doesn't belong, it is your responsibility to clear it and reset that space, okay? If your partner leaves their keys on the table, that you are governing this week quietly, remove the keys and place them somewhere else so that your space is cleared and reset. In fact, the less you talk about that space, the better. Do not fuss at others for leaving their shit on the table. Otherwise, you are breaking rule number one, no judgment. Now, you might want to warn them that you moved their keys 
or you're going to have a super panicked and cranky person in the morning. If you have kids and a partner, make this a group event. Assign a table to each child and tell them the rules. This table is for a lamp and Kleenex, and if no one is sitting here, the table should only be holding a lamp and Kleenex. It is going to be your job to clear it off every night, but you have to do it as quietly as possible without any complaining. <laughs> That's some good rules for yourself too, right? Celebrate. Celebrate with them each and every night. Tell them, great job. We cleared and reset our spaces so well today. If we do it each night, maybe we'll get a special reward. But the bigger the celebration each night, the better the outcome. Don't fuss if they do not clear their space. You can gently remind the next day and say, the challenge is still going. How can we do our best today? How can I help you do our best today? Don't make it be about the reward at the end of the week either. They'd rather see you cheering them on than going to get ice cream on Saturday. I promise. Also, when you fuss about not getting the job done, you are setting a tone that cleaning has a negative feeling. We don't want that. We want cleaning to be a celebration. We want it to be positive vibes, setting good habits. And if you don't have kids, this applies to you. Celebrate the shit out of yourself. It seems like a tiny little thing. Oh, big whoop, I cleared off the table. But it, it's so much more than that. That table might be the only clean thing in your entire home, but damn it, you did it. Don't discount that. All right, one week. Every time you walk by that space, declare, clear, reset. This table is for my beautiful fall decoration. Not a box of cereal left open from breakfast six hours ago. That goes back in the pantry. It's cleared. So I'll just dust off the fruity pebbles from this beautiful plaid tablecloth and voila, it's reset. That took about 45 seconds to accomplish. It might take three minutes, but just do it. Every single time you walk past that space, it is your mission should you accept it. You ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to my Hoss Lady podcast. I have some exciting news. You can now support the Hoss Lady podcast by becoming a patron. Simply visit patreon.com slash the Hoss Lady. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the H-O-S-S lady. And for as little as $3 a month, you can become a patron member of the Hoss Lady, which will get you access to exclusive content such as the monthly challenges and one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, Becky, the Hoss Lady. So thanks for being here and thanks for sharing the podcast with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.